The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright and Will Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition, enjoy the show. <laughs> Guys, gals, everything in between, everything on the outside, everything that's in the United States of America, I would like to say, check, 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 check. Welcome to a special episode of the Potterhood Podcast. This is titled The Divided States of America. I'm Nico White. I'm Will Poston. And damn it, this is an emergency, bro. What the fuck is going on? Dude, what's, I mean, what's, what's happening, man? And we got people listening in. I know we got some people listening in the UK. We got people listening in, in other countries like, well, thank God I don't live there. <laughs> well, first, the first things first. Just to catch everybody up, we're recording this podcast on January 7th, 2021, the day after a big group of Trump supporting terrorists went into the um, nation's capital Capitol building yeah, and just started a whole bunch of upheaval fam. Like, well, where were you when you saw it? What did you think? How did you react? How did the people closest to you react? And where are you at now? So yesterday I was in my apartment, which is true basically every day for the last year or so um, mm. in my apartment. Uh, we've had Sheena's grandmother, who's from, who lives in Georgia. We had her over as a guest for the last week because they were doing stuff in her place. And, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's older, obviously at risk. So they had her with us while they had like people in their home, Sheena's aunt's home in Atlanta. And, but she'd voted in the, I bring her up because she voted in the state uh, runoff so we were watching TV, keeping tabs on that. We were very hopeful and nervous that, you know, it's like I'm pretty jaded about politics uh, and I, I generally don't um, I don't buy into candidates campaigns, even when I agree theoretically with some of them on issues, right. but I really liked Warnock. Um, I have friends in the WNBA, so I've, I've liked him before I even, I, I liked him before the moment I heard about him. Yeah, I just, well, I heard about him from WNBA players campaigning for him and I just, I trusted them. And then he turned out to be, I thought a really strong candidate and I liked everything he said. And then I liked Osa because he's a documentarian 
And I just like, uh, I like documentarians in general form. And it, you know, it's generally people who don't have giant egos because they're not like, I need to tell you my st- story. They're like, I need to tell you this story. So right. I like documentarians. I like both of them. We were both rooting for them pretty hard. We were watching what was happening. And the more we were finding out, the more we were like, these two are going to win. And it's going to really affect the direction this country takes. And we're watching the news and they show a rally and, you know, I guess a march, a protest, whatever you want to call it, going on in Washington. And it's like, okay, these people are getting their frustration out. Just you started to see the people that the news was calling protesters doing terrorism and doing like insurgents type shit. Like I know we, we used to call the, the Iraqis insurgents for trying to get a foreign army out of their own country. This is what an actual insurgent is. It's somebody who is a part of a country mm-hmm. that is attacking the other people in the country because they disagree with them. And it's like these, you know, you started seeing these insurgent acts of violence and it was like, this shit is crazy. And then you're like, this must have happened before. Has this never happened in America? And you go, oh, last time it happened was 18 something. Mm-hmm. That's how, that was my experience with it. This is um, as you eat soup out of a ladle. <laughs> hey man, look, somebody's got to take it easy throughout all this. And if I have to be that somebody, I'm willing to take the job. <laughs> My thing just froze. <laughs> okay, that's oh, true. Okay. I'm like hyperventilating. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't blame you for hyperventilating, dog, because. See, it affects me differently, right? So, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, I think it's working again. Okay, you back? Yeah. Okay, here we go. So, what I was saying is, for me, I, I felt a whole bunch of ways, right? And when I say somebody needs to be calm about it, I don't even know that I'm being calm about it, right? The way that I felt was layered. When I first heard it, my mom was telling me about it. And I'm one of those people that's like, you know, you want to tell them like, ah, don't watch that stuff, blah, 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 right? I didn't realize what it really was until I sat down. And then when I sat down, I unfortunately looked on Twitter and that's my mistake, because as soon as I looked on Twitter and I got Twitter's context of it before I got my own context of it, I, I was already jaded, opinion-wise. Yeah. Because this isn't shocking, fam. They did this in Michigan, didn't they? They've been going to people's yeah. homes, bro. You know what I'm saying? They were just lynching people a couple months ago, you know? So because of all that type of behavior, no, this didn't shock me. What made me upset was the fact that Congress got rushed and they didn't get rushed. How do I say this? They didn't get rushed by the right people for the right reason. You understand? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. After the previous performance of Congress and our elected officials this last 12 months, you know what I'm saying? By every stretch of the imagination, I'm not surprised that somebody ran in there. 
You know what I mean? What I'm shocked is the people with the least amount of reason, the people with the least amount of like, you have no, you have no say here, fam. Yeah. You want to know, you want to know why, what I, and what I say here, I hope doesn't get misunderstood because it's really deep. And I don't know if I can get to it the way I want to, even in this episode, maybe we'll try, but you want to know the reason why they have different types of security when it's a black lives matter protest versus the blatant terrorism you saw yesterday. Want to know why? I think I think one of the reasons why is deep down they know that the the reason that these people are doing what they're doing is different. Black Lives Matter, those protests are happening because you're killing civilians for all intents and purposes with the amount of times it's happened. We should have snapped a long time ago. You get what I mean? For yeah. all intents and purposes, if we decided to run in there, it would be totally justified to the eyes of a lot of people that can see the 10,000 videos back to back to back to back to back to back to back of us getting done in by people that are supposed to, you know, they swore and prote- protected us. And they always go look at us as if we're coming in for some sort of retribution or revenge where all we want is things to change, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, you take this and you think to yourself, well, they understand that that's really nothing to do with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. They get that. So if they understand that, well, they can want Trump to be in there all they want, but they understand that 80 million people voted, which is 5 million more than what voted for Trump, then they might not think that they're going to get rushed. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's me ignoring the fact that they're just blatantly racist, fam. Yeah, no, I, I thought that the comparisons between i saw on the internet some people were comparing like stuff that happened at black lives matter protests to what happened yesterday and it's like please stop comparing those two things because they're not the same thing they're to compare, so to different. compare one to the other is disrespectful okay incredibly disrespectful because on the one hand you have people who violence happened against them like the system is being violent against them And their response to murders happening is to, you know, know, a a few buildings were desecrated because, because like, yeah, graffiti Graffiti. or whatever. Graffiti was the worst they did in response to murder. Because guess what? The people that ended up, the people that were running around in the Capitol yesterday were the same people that would go to those peaceful protests and start shit. Yeah. And, and when then I say start side- shit, I mean set fire in Target, stuff like that, and then say it was the um, Black Lives Matter folks. Yeah. No, then uh, that's a thing that is... Dude, oh, okay, so in regards to what happened yesterday, on the other side, or like what happened yesterday, you have people invading a building. Like 
they they had a protest or whatever a march that they had mm-hmm. in the street like that was scheduled they mm-hmm. invaded a building invaded while the it, senate bro. was voting yeah and and then they took not only did they take like the place of the senate they sat in the people's chairs it was like yes. fucking goldilocks like they sat in their chairs they took their stuff and uh and the reason that they did that was because a Democrat, and this is the big difference, the de- a Democratic election didn't go their way. Their way. It's not a Democratic because- election didn't go their way. It's not because somebody killed a child. Nobody it's not because of them. that. No laws were not fair to them. The, a Democratic election didn't go their way. And they still, I mean, you saw the photo of the guy walking out with the podium. That's like if you Man. try to steal something from a museum. Like this is this is how deep it gets. This is how disrespectful it gets, right? And to the people, I hope you understand. Like when you see black Twitter and all that going in the way that we do, it's because to us it's ridiculous at this point. It's laughing to keep from crying. It, it adds on to the levels of disrespect. We already spend money with our rapist's face on them. You know what I mean? We already take days off for people that you didn't teach us, treated us like this and like that. And now you showing us what we already know, by the way. We're just just so surprised that y'all are so shocked by it. That's the great irony for us. And we watch them be so surprised. And it's like, oh, this shocks you? No, no, no. It gets deeper. Look, 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 look. See how this child was only right here minding his business and two officers rolled up and killed him in two seconds? Yeah, they made it to the Capitol, dog. And this is why I feel like I feel so um, two ways about it, because I don't like the feeling that I had at one point where I'm looking through the shit before I found that old girl got shot. And I'm like, so y'all ain't going to get to it? Yeah, no, but get to it. I'm looking the way- for the special move. She got shot because she was leading a like a car chase through civilian populations and stuff like duh, I don't know, duh, man. Dog, <laughs> I'm talking about yesterday at the Capitol. Somebody got shot in the Capitol yeah. building. That lady died. Yeah. What I what I'm saying is again, when I all I kept thinking about was the Tamir Rice joint over and over and over again. And yeah. I'm like, dog, that was a little boy. He was 12 playing with a toy. And an officer rolled up. And an officer that's still out there, you know what I'm saying? He's in the supermarkets and stuff. Yep. Killed Tamir Rice in two seconds. Meanwhile, I got to feel sorry for this lady. She made it to the Capitol to get killed by a uh, um, law enforcement agent. And you made it to the Capitol as you were basically involved in an, ins- an insurrection, bro. Yeah. And she was driving Tamir around a car Rice, like a maniac around yes. people. Tamir Rice didn't even get to make it to 13. They let wow. this lady make it to the Capitol where the Senate is. And I got to act like, and I got to act like, you understand what I mean? And then just those moments leading up before I found out what happened to her, those moments of being like, so they just ain't going to shoot nobody. Do you know how depraved that is? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, and that's this, what this should do to you. I mean, this landscape is so slanted and the, even like 
the people that claim to be whatever liberal media doesn't matter. Like the landscape. Twitter needs to be destroyed. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So you finally limit Trump's tweeting capabilities. You could do that the whole time. We need to sue you for emotional distress. Yeah, I mean, Facebook, finally, they said they're not going to put Trump on Facebook anymore. And it really feels like rats leaving a sinking ship. It doesn't feel like, oh, they're taking any kind of a stand or anything like that. You know, if if they want if they want to take a stand, they need to return it literally back to basics. I mean, the most basic when you used to get a notification for every one like that you got basic when the only (laughs) statuses you saw were the ones that were just posted so people can get an even even keel of what's actually on their pages. Yeah. So until they kill algorithms, they're just lying to you. Do you know, do you think, yo, Trump has been the number one show on Twitter for the last 12 years. Yeah. Okay. Now you want to get rid of them? And I I feel the same about the um, Democrats in in Congress and the Senate. You cowards. Now, all of a sudden, oh, he has 13 days left. Let's impeach him. These people ain't the first people he's gotten killed. He's not the first time. No, that's I mean, I was talking to my mom about this earlier today. It's like they need to send people to jail for this. And if they don't. Then if that's the real I mean, that's the real like American conundrum is like, do you just move past this and pretend it didn't happen and hope things calm down? And the, it's not like to me, it's not important really to send the people like, yeah, some people who invaded the Capitol should go to jail. But to me, it's like the people that egg them on. Like you look at you got to send the people that sent them, dog. Yeah, you look at the people that are in charge of information ways. Yeah. Like even people at Fox, you look at people the senators that mm-hmm. legitimize this. I mean, it dude, that is one thing that I think everybody benefited from learning though is just how soft all these senators are. Yeah. Like on the the moment that there was even the moment that there was knocking at the door, all of them hit the deck laid on the floor, ran out. Even the ones that 10 minutes earlier, they were like, this election was stolen. This election was rigged. Yeah, Meanwhile, we are not going to stand for it. Then the people show up to support them, and they, they're like hiding look, in their coats. Meanwhile, Lindsey Graham, come, he come back with a complete change. <laughs> I can't stand what happened in here today, and I will not stand for it. And me and Rand Paul agree, me and Rand Paul agree that this has been a disgrace to the United States. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Shut Dude. up. It's literally like. Yo, you don't you know. know how bad I wanted him to trip and fall after that whole thing theater act dog it's theater it's, it's like he's drunk driving with the captain of the, of the titanic and These then he are ridiculous bro and i and will i hate to cut you off but i got i'm telling you man i got so many thoughts about this shit that i'm like li- i'm liable to break something because it <laughs> bugs me it bugs me that they dare and i'm watching the media play with people yeah they're playing with people the fact yo if they didn't big up this shit as much as they do, that wouldn't have been what it was. 
Like you can send those people to jail all you want. If you don't do anything about the head of the snake, which is Trump and the media capitalizing off of BS content like this, nothing's going to change. Nothing. Trump, and the thing about it is when people go, oh, I can't believe this. You know why it's going to get worse? You know why? Because you haven't done anything about the feeling. These idiots have never understood feeling. That's why you can't get anywhere really when we talk social change, because you haven't done anything about the feelings of these people. You know who Rupert... Okay. You know who Rupert Murdoch is? As my kid tries to invade the podcast. And this is... (laughs) we, We might not circle back to Harry Potter again during this, or we might circle back as many times as we want. Rupert Murdoch is Lucius Malfoy, and this is book two, Chamber of Secrets, where Mm -hmm. it's like, Lucius Malfoy, if he goes to jail for Ginny's diary and all that shit, like, he probably doesn't rejoin Voldemort in the graveyard in book four. Like, that guy's pretty soft. If he goes to jail in, in book two, and comes out in, you know, he's out of jail by book three or whatever. He's in Azkaban for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He probably isn't as gung ho about, about Buckbeak. Everything happens differently. Like you got to send a grown man to jail for putting a Horcrux in the mm-hmm. hands of a child. And uh, I guess in this, in this metaphor that makes mm-hmm. like Fox news, Lucius Malfoy. And that makes Ginny that, uh, that guy in the Viking outfit sitting on the floor of Congress. But. I have no, I have no, and this, but see, this is what I'm saying. It's hard for me to find any sympathy for those fools, fam. You know what I'm saying? How, how, how could I, how could I? And especially when they're making, they're making it clear that they want people to look at it a certain way. It's a shame that that's overshadowing the fact that Stacey Abrams is the biggest gangster on the planet. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Let's talk about that a little bit. She beat she beat everybody. She <laughs> beat everybody and they thought they beat her. Yeah. No, they beat, you know, when she uh when she lost as governor or her governor campaign, it was largely because of like, you know, Georgia from knowing people in Georgia, the thing I always hear is that they use the basic voter suppression tactic of mm-hmm. long, long lines in Democrat neighborhoods, yep. short lines in Republican neighborhoods. Yep. And she worked on that issue as well as many others for four years. Yep. And the next Crazy election- Crazy what happens when you focus. Yeah. Next election, Georgia has two Democrat senators, highest voter turnout in like the history of Atlanta, basically. And uh, she probably is going to be the next governor in two years. And, 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 and see, but this is what I'm saying, right? These are the things that worry me. I hope to God, if there's some like chirpings of some nonsense being like thrown her way, that the media doesn't explode that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that will East Coast, West Coast, this entire thing. Yeah. Well, I think, like, luckily, you know, she's just so self-aware and aware of the whole landscape. Like, she knows what she can say, and she doesn't, like, you know. Ain't talking about her. 
Okay. I'm talking about these idiots, the people that profit off of stuff like this. Twitter's algorithm picks up certain things a certain way for a certain reason. Same with Facebook and everything else. They can only capitalize off of bullshit. It's sensationalism. Sure. The fact that I said that word right through this open bite. <laughs> Whew, 2021 isn't all that bad. God, please don't make me regret saying that. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm more worried about some idiot tweeting something that's nonsense, it gaining traction, people thinking it's an actual threat or God forbid it actually being one. You get what I'm saying? These idiots are in that mode now. Something like that is not that far-fetched. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one of the biggest problems with that whole landscape is yeah. like the glorification of both siderisms where you go, yeah. okay. And you know what? I used to do this in comedy a lot too, where, you know, you're in a, you're doing a show in a city you've never, or somewhere you've been, whatever, you know, an audience yeah. of strangers and you're like, okay, so I'm going to shit on liberal ideologies for five minutes so that I can shit on, conservative ideologies afterwards for five minutes or whatever you want to do. Um, But the problem with it, I I mean, there's problems with it in that venue, but the problems with it on the news are you got people making up stories or exaggerating stories on one side to make people, to make the people on that side as unsympathetic as the people on the other. And you have them downplaying stories on the other. So for example, you might have a story on the one side where you have a community organizer activist uh, saying that cops are murderers and, or like giving good reasons why that person feels that way. And then you vilify that person with the same tone that you have a person committing acts of violence wearing you know a t-shirt depicting acts of violence and it's like okay so there's a giant difference between a person having a point of view and articulating it and i mean this is such basic stuff i feel like an idiot like explaining it but basically what the you know what's really interesting is uh, mm. British media, BBC, they don't have the both siderisms of it. They report yeah. the stuff really simply. During the protests uh, in honor of George Floyd and after his murder, mm-hmm. the, the BBC was like, you know, America's having protests dealing with their police brutality issue. And mm-hmm. during this last, you know, you can go on YouTube and watch BBC clips reporting yesterday's or two days ago's news in America. Mm-hmm. And it's all like domestic terrorism in the U S all the stuff we're scared to say about us. Uh, you know, it, an attempt. By the way, just for the record. Yeah. I'm all for, and it's, isn't it weird when your patriotism shows itself? <laughs> Cause I'm all for shitting on America and his actions right now. Right. But all that, the world is watching shit. Well, guess what, world? We watch, too. Okay? <laughs> all right? So I'm all for shitting on us, but I grew up on a show called Maximum Exposure. Okay? All right? And on Maximum Exposure, we come on like 3 o'clock in the morning. I would see other countries, um, congresses and parliaments and so on and so forth, whichever governments they had in their um, country. And they were wild. They would look like the Royal Rumble from WWE. 
You know what I'm saying? I've, I've also seen yeah. what happens after some soccer games. So I'm all for shitting on what happened over here. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> I remember that shit. You'll watch it. And y'all, like ain't just gonna just, y'all ain't just going to be talking about us. Like, you know what I mean? Here's what's more embarrassing for me, though, because I remember <laughs> that shit. And I remember watching, like, two Russian congressmen, like, get in a real fist fight in Congress, mm-hmm. like, take off their shoes and hit each other with their shoes and that kind of shit. But you know what's so embarrassing about our people is mm-hmm. our Congress people talk tough. And then the moment that there's a fight, they like they run to their. I was just making Rand Paul to run out there, dude. None you of these so Congress people. Go ahead, like, Bernie. You so ready to fight, <laughs> Bernie? I mean, Bernie. You know he would have, but he uh, he had indigestion from like a bad tuna salad he had earlier that day. Hilarious. <laughs> That's but, like, uh, yeah. I really, I really do think. Um, that it's sad that that happened the way that it happened, but did you not expect it? I didn't expect, dude, this is how naive I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect the police to let the people into the Capitol building. That was, that blew my mind. And I, yeah. I know it's stupid. I mean, I sh- here's when I really felt like an idiot. When I saw the thing on World Star, the cop taking the selfies with the, with, you know, the Trump supporters army and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, of course they let them in. Like they're cousins. They, you know, they were texting each other before they showed up. But I really just, I didn't expect like, dude, the cops, here's how much, here's how different it is. Oh and yeah. Black Lives Matter protests. There would have been entire tracks all over them kids, dude, dog. Dude, at Black Lives Matter protests, they will mace a child at Trump supporter protests, they will let the quote unquote protesters kill Congress people before yeah. they arrest them. It's like, yeah. oh, they haven't killed any Congress people yet. Maybe we let them just go home. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. And But see, in knowing that, and knowing that, right, it does something crazy to my thoughts when this shit happens. Cause you go again, so they ain't gonna pop nobody? No one. And I'm not sitting here at home and I don't want to ever have that feeling again of like, so shoot somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But dude, I mean, if not that, like, you can't invade a government building. I mean, unless you can't, like, where is the line? You're not, are you allowed to invade government buildings now? Well, we're not even allowed to be sad, but you see, yeah. you get what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. And it's wild that everybody else gets to see it now. I wonder how they'll react to it. Dude, they don't even want... Like, we're just blowing smoke. Yeah, they won't even let... They won't even... They don't even want to let athletes talk in between games. On the one side, you're not allowed to talk in between a game. On the other side, you're allowed to throw out an election because it didn't go your way because there were more people... Who didn't like, dude, and it's not even like, oh, they call themselves. Okay, this is another thing that got me so mad on the news. I saw one of the Trump supporters calling himself, and this is like the most Seinfeld take on it. But Mm -hmm. they, he was calling them, he was calling the Trump army the silent majority. First of all, they're not the majority. They lost the popular vote. And they're so fucking loud. They're screaming. Dude, you know what's the other thing, too? 
Mm. I wish I had a time machine just so I could tell people in the 1930s and 40s and shit that Mm -hmm. in America in 2021, Nazis would be standing outside of the U.S. Capitol building chanting USA, USA. Let me tell you how sick. And first of all, that was an amazing quip. (laughs) And second of all, I got tears in my eyes. I got so mad I saw this. They claim to be the ones that are so pro-America. These motherfuckers walk through, and this is what all my thoughts about that shitty place, the White House. They walk through our goddamn nation's capital with a Confederate flag. Yo, I don't know what it feels like to be set on fire, fam, but I was hot when I saw that. Dude, it's even more than that. They were walking with a Confederate flag chanting that the Democrats were traitors. How are you going to criticize somebody for being a traitor while wearing a Confederate flag, waving a Confederate flag, and your wife's got a Confederate flag tattooed on her saggy tits? Yeah, no, ain't nothing wrong with sagging. No, that's true. I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not even shaming her. I just think, you know, (laughs) that she she made the wrong decision. I think she should have put a, you know, two Looney Tunes characters on her tits, like every uh, every. It should, it should have been um, Wiley e. Coyote in the road in the road runner. You know what? It she did. should have put two paws on them, like like it, like she was a really big fan of the Rough Riders. That would have been a good, a better tattoo. For the four people that's gonna get that reference, you just killed it, dog. Max, yeah. we ain't talked to you all pod. What did you think about everything that happened yesterday, man? I mean, what what else can be said? I mean, it's fucking insane. I mean, they um, it's just crazy that they're like they 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 think they think they're the patriots. And I posted this um, in uh, the uh, comment section of a Bleacher Report article where it showed mm-hmm. like all the players yesterday before the um all the basketball games um, uh, kneeled for the anthem. Yeah. Or like Neil during like their first possession, mm-hmm. uh, because of the uh, officer in Kenosha not getting brought up on any charges. Yeah, and I just even feel- brought that up. Oh, I'm sorry, but yeah, that's well, crazy. We, yeah, we can get into that. But but basically, it's like if you support like what Trump supporters did the other day, you do not get to talk about patriotism ever again. Ever again. It's you're mm-hmm. done. You're not a patriot. You're like treason, and it's like it's so weird. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, shut the fuck up about basketball players protesting if you're going to smash and steal from the Capitol. (laughs) You can't have it both ways. Even now, I'm sure I can't. You know what I mean? And they're so silly that they think that they can do more than this. And it's like, the fact that a sitting president egged this on directly, and it's like... No, he's got to go. It's just, it's so bad. He has to go directly to jail, fam. Yes. Directly. Nothing else would be appropriate. Because it's You like sent the... those people. Whatever they did should be on your hands. Yeah. Like, it's the only way to let people know where the line is. I mean, you know what's the funniest thing about him is, like, he really realized that he wanted to be Hitler way too late. 
Like if oh. he was Mein Kampf age, if he was in his late thirties, you mm. know, he could have, he could have went through the whole cycle and he could have went to jail and came out as Hitler. But like, you know, what scares he, me? The Don young Jr. politicians that he inspired. Well, Ted Cruz is, is right there. I mean, Ted Cruz is that guy. He needs to go to jail too. I mean, dude, the whole thing with senators posturing, because that's the thing they want the support like i wonder if ted cruz has even uh said anything bad about the invasion of the capitol because a lot of those republican people like they want those trump voters because they see it as their path to that nomination in four years that shit ain't gonna be worth it in four years though that's why you got to send people to jail because otherwise you just have people mm-hmm thinking with their careerism instead of with like anything other than that. A couple things need to happen because of this. You know what I'm saying? I'm worried about how much COVID is in the air too with all them old people still in office. <laughs> Seriously though. Yeah. Did you see the guy who had no arms or legs that got into the Capitol? Hell no, I ain't see it. And let's be glad I didn't see it. Okay, well, there's a there's a picture going around on uh, Instagram and stuff, um, and that's the only part of this where I was like a little bit impressed that this guy on a motorized like Walmart wheelchair, no arms or legs, mm-hmm. when in he made it to the floor of the Capitol. That's a little. I, I just don't get. But why? How much more were you making with Trump in office per paycheck that this was worth it? I mean, they don't That's even what I think like what that. What did he do to deserve this much loyalty? Oh, you know what? This is actually an interesting thing. If you go to Rosario Dawson's Instagram, she posted this video of this journalist who mm-hmm. went undercover to the uh, to the protest, I guess, before it became terrorism. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how you know, the people there were just angry, but they didn't realize that all of these policies that are going to happen now or that could potentially happen now are going to benefit them. I mean, it was he was making really good points. I would check that out if, uh, if you just to plug Rosario Dawson's Instagram, if it's still up when this when this comes out. 100 percent. I'm going to give it a look after we're done recording after we're done recording this. Yeah, I'll tag it. I'll tag it on mine, too. I think, I, I think that's always been the case, though. I mean, you get a lot of these people who probably voted Republican for decades, and it's always been voting against their own, yeah. at least economic self-interest. It's like, it's, I mean, not to just sound like elitist that I like know better than them, but it, like I think a lot of it does come down to stuff like um, abortion and gay marriage and like the social stuff that they don't agree with. I and, think it does, too, and that's the crazy part. That it's like they'd rather they'd rather vote for someone who's just going to harm the people they don't know, who they don't agree with their lifestyle, uh, rather than get money in their pocket. I mean, it's just like, and Republican uh, Democrats haven't been great for the working class probably since Clinton, but it's they've been better. And it's like I don't think Republicans have done anything worthwhile. Well, right, the better the better. To be better than trash, it doesn't take much. No, it's yeah. a low bar, and we should expect better from them too. But it's like I don't think the Republican Party's done anything for the people. 
But that's uh, how. But that also think that's about the last few Republican presidents. I think Reagan Reagan basically was like, we don't care about poor people. And then that's who the Republicans have kind of been since. Yeah. Yeah. Reagan Reagan lets you know who he didn't care about by manufacturing and releasing the AIDS virus on those demographics. Yeah, that ain't crap. And crap. Re- yeah, Reagan made it very clear who he didn't care about. But I think that the Democrats are very complicit in terms of <laughs> Of course they by, are. By participating with this, with the Republicans in this two-person dance, they're create. It's really like the Coke and Pepsi options. And yes, if, if the Democrats were to push something more progressive, then it would open up, you know, a middle path, which is something they don't want because they want to. All, both groups want to consolidate as much power as they can, but they're a bunch you know, of power-hungry old people. Yeah. Okay? Some of them listen to their grandkids. Some of them don't. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So when I look at, sorry, I just had some soup. So my sinuses are open as hell. And I got this new um, hot sauce, Korean barbecue, hot and spicy sauce. Fam, y'all need to get on it. They don't <laughs> sponsor us. so I'm not going to shout them out, but go get the nearest one near you. My nose was wrong like crazy. But... It's one of those things where I truly think that they're all too old. They're all out of date in our constitution itself. The thing that, that, that we say we're defending is out of date. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're voting for. They're voting for their party because their parents voted for that party. They yeah. don't really even, they don't even know what they're fighting for. And that's the sad part. It's like, think about how useful you silly motherfuckers could be if you had something righteous to fight for. Yeah. You know, when they say, like, what do we want? They don't have a chant after that. It's like, what do we want? Trump. When do we want it? Sounds like, want Trump for what? For what? What's he done for you? Yeah. Like, if you say, if those people had been outside, that's the other big difference, too. In Portland, they were like, and all over America, you have cities that are like, we want a reimagination of how our communities are policed. In this situation, you have a group of people saying we want the guy who lost the presidential uh, election race to win it. President. Yeah. If they actually ask for a real thing like, you know, better treatment for veterans or a hundred other real things that they care about that would be good things for America, it would be so much more impactful and productive. A hundred percent, dog. But they're not with that. Yeah. Get yeah. that. One of the craziest things is um, from the night before everything went down. Um, I mean, that's the other thing. This is this was a crazy two days because, I mean, Georgia just elected the first uh, black senator of their state or of the South, yeah. <laughs> like or yeah. the first Democrat since like before Reconstruction and the, the first like Jewish senator from Georgia. Yeah. So it was just like it was like historic things were changing. And then like this shit. And then the night before they actually started invading and attacking the Capitol. There's mm-hmm. videos of just like these guys and they're just chanting like, whose house, our house, whose house, <laughs> our house. And it's just like, dude, these are, they're all just like. Bro, who's like taking your house? Yeah, it's no one's, it's not their house. And it's just like, they're like, it's like they're a high school football team. Uh, I, I, like I, none these of people them. are bored too, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers need something to do. 
No, that March, it was a lot of Krabbies and a lot of Goyles. Those were the kinds of hilarious. A bunch of a there. bunch of dumb henchmen. And it's like if and he got and caught Goyle, in fiend fire. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see the lady who uh, she was complaining to the media afterwards because she got maced? And they yeah, were like, "Don't get me started on that shit." Uh. I wanted to, yo, yo, I wanted a tornado to kick up and I wanted one of those yield signs to just swipe across. <laughs> yo, yo, these, yo, who are these people? How do you think that having a revolution is going to play out? Like the idea that you're like, yeah, we're revolting and they were wrong for macing me. All to identify, get mental help, but that's, and whatever that can be done gets done. Because I, I think that was trash what happened. And again, I'm really upset that it had to happen with them being the ones involved. Because I think when you push something that's wrong and you give it a lot of attention, you end up inspiring a lot of shit. So I'm worried about what it could, what it could inspire. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason why it happened, though, is because those same people were were doing violence in Kenosha and in various other of all the other protests and it was being swept under the rug i mean people were going oh like one guy would have a gun and the other guy would have you know would have nothing and a skateboard were, yeah skateboard and they'd be like you know th- there's violence people are inciting violence or you'd have trump people running it or like driving in almost driving into crowds swerving away spraying pepper spray and then here's here's what i want to toss in here to add on to your point anybody find it strange that so many people at the terrorist um, conjunction yesterday there's so many pictures of these exact same people at other rallies around the country that didn't bother anyone else dude i mean there's class pictures of some of these people when they were at other rallies inciting bullshit so basically yesterday you got to meet antifa yeah the bullshit that they've been talking that's them yeah no for sure i mean there was a there's a congressperson, a Republican congressman who was like, you, who tried to say that the terrorists that stormed the Capitol were Antifa crisis actors. I don't think people understand that Antifa is like twelve guys in Oakland, California. Like it's not a substantial organization. It's not like people are trying to paint it like, oh, this it's this. It's twelve guys who would show up to rallies to try to protect protesters from like the Klan and people that would come into rallies and incite violence and stuff. Now what happened is, those people that you just mentioned, the young, the gluten-free Klan and whatnot, they take that name and they'll go to shit and they'll mess things up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Claiming to be a part of, it's false, it's false claiming. Well, also, Dude. Antifa is like, they don't even look the same. It's like, there's such a distinct, Antifa, are like 
lanky trans people with like dyed hair and like radical leftists they're not these like middle-aged overweight white people (laughs) right (laughs) they're showing up to peaceful protests acting like they're something yeah (laughs) yeah they're they're younger and skinnier generally (laughs) and like have colorful hair and uh are non-binary i mean they're like it's like I have friends that like kind of identified it and it's like you would never think they look like uh, a Trump supporter. They don't look alike at all. Right. <laughs> and that's how messed up they got it. So you got people saying I don't know. Bro. Yeah. Uh, My message even for this episode is really like I'm not going to tell you how to feel. Because be honest. If we would have heard that somebody stormed the Capitol after the year our government has had, we all kind of go, yeah, I expected that at some point. (laughs) But this reasoning, it's treason, fam. Yeah. It's treason. You can't get mad at those people for actually doing their job. The first time it's the first it's the first time they've done their job in a year. Well, we'll see if they really do their job because like to me, them doing their job is him out. Yeah, setting a precedent, like fixing this problem. That's the other thing. When they go like this is a symptom of a giant problem that the people in that job have just kind of ignored i mean a few people have been talking about it you know like aoc has been very forthcoming about the problem you know who's amazing who i really love this you know uh the a new uh leader in america who i really like you know who cory bush is Mm -mm. she's the new uh congresswoman from st louis who uh yeah, yeah she's and she's like very forthcoming and smart and she is talking about the divide in uh, in government and like the imbalances there. You know what? I I wonder if she's a Harry Potter fan. That would be somebody dope to get on. But uh, yeah, like there's just there's so many people that have monetized this current system that yeah. are are more scared of their money running out than of people getting killed and. You know, we were very close to somebody killing the governor of Michigan. We were very close to somebody killing a congressperson. And uh, I I looked it up during this podcast because I was curious what Ted Cruz's response was. And he was basically like, uh, because AOC said that Ted Cruz had responsibility, which I agree with. And he goes, she's a liar and I don't have any responsibility for the for these reprehensible terrorists that attack Congress. And that's part of the problem is that maybe some of these people genuinely don't see what they're doing and how it feeds into this. And they need to be made to see it. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, if you have a plan with us, you can't keep playing with us. Do you think that not putting these people, not putting these people in jail this time would be the worst thing they could do? Exactly. I mean, it's like, how many times are you going to let, a kid get a DUI like how many DUIs before you go to jail 
oh, we have to wait till you kill somebody? No, I think your third DUI, you go to Not jail. to be the hack, but if this were Obama, <laughs> they would kill him. How quick would they kill him? Immediately. Imagine if Obama incited violence in and like imagine if Obama imagine called for violence. If Obama incited a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta be violent. If we don't walk in there, all you heard was shots. Or if it was like after one of like the many police shootings after uh like during Obama's yep. time, if instead of him trying to like calm everything down and tamper, he was just like, well, why don't you, why don't you go to the Capitol? Why don't you show them how you really feel? And had like right. everyone storm the Capitol, it would be like insane. That would people- Mitch McConnell would have the army arrest his kids first. Yeah. You understand? This idiot is still sitting in the White House still. And I, bro, I'm telling you, I really think it's crazy that Twitter, decided to temper his tweets now the fact that they've been able to do that this whole time is bonkers bro. yeah or that everyone's like now we should invoke like the 25th amendment it's just like that's what i'm saying that like no one this it's like this like 11th hour bravery where it's just the like it's so you, you enabled him for four years you knew who he was the entire time none of this was a surprise so, don't, so act, don't clutch your pearls and be like i can't believe right. this well-tempered trump would do this like this is so, so out of like, this is him. your guy but yeah, that's the thing like, though we're looking for bravery in the wrong people because you saw cowards. How, even even our favorite, you know, whoever, whichever congressman, even somebody like Bernie that you want to have some faith in. As soon as there's people knocking on the doors of Congress, those guys are being carried out of there on the shoulders of their aides, like or they're running to locked rooms. Yeah. You know, they're like shutting the door so that other people can't get into their security bunkers and stuff. The it bravery is on some real shit is like people that went out and voted in Georgia and Arizona yes. and Pennsylvania and Michigan. And, you know, people that voted aware that COVID was a thing and people that took COVID seriously and still voted because they just couldn't tolerate this shit anymore. The using y'alls of this, um, the using y'alls of the world, y'all yeah. are the brave ones. You know what I'm saying? The people that went out to vote, you're the brave ones. Even if you voted on the other side, that's your civic duty. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you part, if you partook in the forty, what, one hundred and fifty million people that voted, or something like that, then you're a part of the bravery. However, once you decide to go fuck the process and like really try to fuck the process, and there's no righteousness in what you're doing, it ain't gonna go good, fam. It's not gonna go good. All this fake bravery too, like Max. You know what's crazy? Too. You know Trash. what's the you know what's the bravest story that I heard in the last year? Mm. Like maybe the single bravest story is mm. you know how uh, the reason that quote unquote or the reason I'm I'm so sick of saying quote unquote the reason that edit it out Max I don't like my verbal tics but uh, please <laughs> so the reason that they went into Brianna Taylor's house in the first place was mm -hmm. because her ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer and he was in jail and they were trying to tie his situation to hers. And after they murdered her, they went to the ex-boyfriend who was in jail and they were like, we're going to let you out as long as you say 
that you were working with Breonna Taylor. And not only did he not, you know, flip on her, he mm-hmm. went to the media and was like, they said this shit to me. And then he went back to jail where he was under the state's like con- the state controlled his situation. So yeah. just think about that, that like an admitted drug dealer is braver than everybody we got in Congress. Then Nancy Pelosi and the rest of those cowards. They've all been cowards. The fact that this man has been impeached for so long already. Yeah. Okay. The fact that he stood in the way of the democratic process and got to be, what makes this so different than Charlottesville? I mean, the only difference is that they didn't rush the capital. Well, that Congress people felt personally affected. So maybe they're, they'll actually care this time. Well, unfortunately, I hope that's not a precedent that they're setting. It does remind me of like, if you've ever worked in a school, mm-hmm. uh, principals don't give a fuck about issues that affect teachers mm-hmm. in terms of like, until the student breaks his car window. Yeah, and then when, but as soon as an issue affects a principal, they mm-hmm. take it super serious. And I'm talking about bad principals, painting with a broad brush, whatever. But it, it reminded me of that. It reminded me of that. How can you expect a man not to want to continue to fuck the system when you've let him rape it for years? <laughs> years, bro. It's blatant disrespect. Dude. Stepped all over the flag, bro. Spit on that joint. I don't know if I mentioned it, uh, if I mentioned it la- previously on the podcast, but uh, I've been watching Samurai Jack because it's all yeah. available on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. And if they were to remake that, I mean, in Samurai Jack, they have Aku is the great villain and he's kind of representative of technology. He has mm-hmm. some similarities to Voldemort. A lot of yes. similarities to Trump too, though. Yes. And they, and they could really remake it um, with a coup kind of as a Trump parallel. He got he got the same orange hair and the black the black suit <laughs> long ago in the United States. Yeah, I, just- Don Coo. <laughs> <laughs> they would just have to give him like a giant red tie down the middle of his unleashed an unspeakable evil. Then a foolish old politician wielding the constitution. Yeah, I guess that was stepped forth to oppose me. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I'm glad that happened. I, I'm I'm thrilled that happened. That was the highlight for me. Fam was the highlight for me. I'm ready to close this one. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen. This was an emergency episode of the Positive Podcast. We'll get back to regular scheduled programming very, very soon. We hope that all of you are safe. So, time for the plugs. Max, where can they find you? They can find me at Max Marcus Comedy on everything. Uh, check out YouTube and Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Will, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Will Posnan and check out the TikTok page, the Potterhood underscore. Yes. And when you check out the TikTok page, make sure that you go check out the MaxCast podcast and right. 
Find me on Instagram at Nico White 93. That is at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E-9-3. I have a new comedy special called Dark Out on Instagram, and it's relevant to some of the stuff that's happening right now. So make sure y'all check that out. D-A-R-K-O-U-T on YouTube. I am on TikTok as well. And Will will somehow help me get my clip so I can be able to share these shits too, because <laughs> they're killing it on the part of the TikTok with them. So make sure y'all check those out. Find the part of the hood on Patreon also. We're going to have some great content coming up that week, coming very soon. And I think that's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you're all safe. Please don't let your your sanity be broken. And please remember, the part of the hood is actually neutral as far as politics is concerned. You understand? You can be a Republican and listen to us. Be a Democrat and listen to us. You can be a member of the Green Party. You cannot be a motherfucker that's going to go in and run into the Capitol building. Yeah. Right. No, for sure. I would would say, like, we're not affiliated with any political group. You just can't think that you're better. You can't think that you matter more than other people yeah not not to this extent right yeah man it's like it's real simple it's like the whole country is one person one vote and you're trying to rock paper scissors yeah yeah you know so don't don't get hurt for somebody that wouldn't hurt themselves for you oh that's a good that's a good point to end on all right don't don't hurt somebody that won't hurt themselves for you and on that Will on three. One, two, three. Mischief. Mischief managed.